Welcome to the Ziggy and Friends Podcast. It's your boy Ziggy. Yes, sir. And uh, yeah, I might have friends today, man. You know, this is uh, episode one. Shit. Season one. <laughs> or it might be episode two, season one. I don't know. It depends. I did a few episodes, but I don't know if I'm released those yet. I'm just kind of like feeling myself out, feeling like what I want to do. So uh, today, I want to talk about something that's familiar with me. Music. Something that came up in a group chat uh, that I thought was pretty interesting. And I want to discuss it right here and see how y'all feel about it. Uh, see if y'all feel us, uh, agree with us, or disagree, or whatever. You know, let's just take a deep dive into it and then uh, let's go right in it. Alright? So it was probably year, I don't know, 2003. You know what? Let's not put a year on it. Let's just say the early 2000s. You know, where the new artist was coming out. Uh, some of the artists that was getting in, it was real rap. We're talking about Jay-Z, T.I., 50, Cameron, Dipset, Outkast, Andre 3000, Missy Big Boy. You know, we had Eminem getting big shit. Even Nelly. Going I mean, down. it's the early 2000s. I'm talking about Kanye West baby. getting busy. From the east to the west to the south. We're talking about Lil Wayne was at his prime. Coming into his prime. Freestyle mixtapes, Wayne. Girls that don't do girls. That that shit I don't like. That's what we talking about here. We talking about Luda. I mean, it was so many new artists. Now, now let's be honest. If you didn't make it as a rapper in the 2000s, you might as well just call it quits. I'm just saying. Like, but that ain't stop nothing. It ain't stop a damn thing. That only did what? It motivated everybody to want to rap. I mean, shit, everybody want to be Wayne. We talking about this era was the era of Cameron Dipset. I'm saying, man. What happened? I didn't even think happened. Or is it still the same? And you just getting older. Are you getting older? Oh, hell no. We ain't getting older. Music is just whack. Artists are trash. Is that the truth? Let's talk about it. On today's episode, I'm going to interview a couple of my homies, some of my dogs. See, hey man, are y'all boys getting older? Oh man, music is getting whacker. I don't know. I don't know. But let's see if we can solve it today. Let's go. This ain't what you want. So I put the call out. The back signal, if you want to call it that. And I call my guy, Mr. Straight House, Mr. Hopfit himself. Someone that I grew up with. Someone that I um, highly respect. Uh, well respected. Where I'm from. Uh, very intelligent guy. Who's uh, thought provocative. Um, he he have a high regard for music. He loves music. So I asked him. Do you think today's music is whack and it's not compared to the 2000s? Each generation is being different. And, and you can say, I mean, lyrically, if you're looking at it straight there, it's deteriorated since day one. Or you can say not. It depends what your ear feels. <laughs> what? So I had to ask him, explain yourself, my brother. Which hip hop is a young generation music genre. 
know what I mean? Since that's the only music genre you can't grow old in. So the youngin's always gonna get dictated. You know what I mean? So you always have to appeal to that generation. And that's what it is, man. Everybody gonna evolve with the generation. Hmm. I mean, yep. evolve. you can say, yeah. you, you can take a, a... I figured that word would have to come up. Evolve. Because um, it derives from the word evolution. And to evolve, meaning, let's look it up real quick. Develop gradually, especially from simple to complex. So if music was evolving, so that means it would be going from okay to great or good. So I asked Kevin Sidney, the owner of Nariachi, the clothing brand, and co-owner of Capino Melrose in L.A. What's your thoughts on it? How you feel? And he had some analogies. He put it in uh, NBA it terms for y'all to understand. The music is better now. It's better now. And it's almost like like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, the NBA leading number one scorer of all time. He was like the seven-footer back when there wasn't seven-footers. You know, now the league has plenty of seven-footers. It's normal now because the game is elevated. Like uh, Allen Iverson, his crossover that he came out with. But Allen Iverson crossover wouldn't work today because people know about their move and they ready for it. So people have to come up with new moves, not only use his move, but had to recreate his move and make new moves to work today. So that's why I think music is better today. It's like you can't do yesterday's music today. You can't do yesterday's music today. Yesterday's music is not today's music. <laughs> I feel you, Kev. So today's music, we talking about going viral. We talking about the internet blowing people up. Now, is this making our generation super intimidated? Because not only we have to listen to all this music online, but we have to deal with social media itself. And maybe there's a conflict there. I don't know. But hopefully we can get to the bottom of it all. So I hit up my boy Rucker down in the ATL and see how he felt about it. Yeah, I don't think it's about age or um, I think it's about the time that we're in as far as, you know, this social media. If social media ex- didn't exist, I think that the music would be different. Um, the labels playing off how social media is, how instant everything is, how what the word viral means and, and all that. That's what affects, I think, personally, music. Yeah, going viral. Man, I'm about to go viral. Man, I'm about to put up something that's going to go viral. I mean, everybody want to go viral nowadays, right? If I can compare going viral to the early 2000s, I would say it's just like having a mixtape. Everybody wanted to do a mixtape. Everybody wanted to sell mixtapes. And everybody wanted their mixtapes to blow up. I mean, it seemed like a trickle-down effect if you ask me. This generation going to say, man, y'all music is whack. The last generation was saying, man, that music was whack. I mean, R&B era. Man, we used to have the old funk. Funk era. Man, we used to have the blues. The blues era. Man, we used to have the WAP. The WAP era. Man, we used to have... Man, it can keep going and going and going. But let's listen to some more opinions. Here's Rucker again. 
If I was uh, six, 16, 17, um, put myself in their shoes and, uh, you know, they would go to probably people like Chief Keith and, um, I don't know, Lil John or um, Lil Dirk. I mean, they don't know better. I think what's part of it is uh, for a younger generation, they really can't speak to an older generation. But I see you got a point with the older generation because what comes with it is like you have to live through it. You have to actually like people who say, "Oh, the era of when '06 of the Lil John era." You have to actually go to the clubs, go to the like school dances, and live that era. You had to live that Wu Tang era. I didn't really live that era. I mean, I can go back and listen, but that doesn't. It's more to it than just the music to me. I think you have to live through it. So when I explain to somebody about the Mob Deep era and that type of, and, and the Busta Rhymes era. It's more than just listening. So anyone younger than me, they can't really tell me because there's no way possible they could have lived through the era because they're younger than me. But an older person, I can hear them out and we could go back and forth. I mean, that would just be a, an argument. But Let's double back with Trey again. I mean, you could say, you could, you, you could take a, 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 a Furious Five and they might say NWA was what? You could take Q and he might say, I know he ain't, but he might say Boosie was wet. And then Boosie might say the next little 22 is wet. You think this is based off of age because people are stuck in a certain era and they can't get out of it? Like, are you listening to music the same way you were listening to it back then? I am. And that's the only reason I'm, I won't say it's wet. To be totally honest with you, because I've always I'm I love lyrics. I'm a lyricist. I love real hip hop. I grew up on real hip hop, but I also listen to stuff that I wanted to listen to. If it sound good, it sound good. When Lil John came yelling, I didn't turn it off. I turned it up because I wanted to get crunk. When Master P said, "Uh." I said on too. <laughs> Here's some conversation again with Kevin. Nobody would sign him. You so know? who were you listening to in the early 2000s? Shit, what you mean, Master P? But do I listen to Master P now? Hell to the now, now, now. No, but there ain't no disrespect to Master P because his whole movement of independence. That 75, 25 deal that he signed with whoever, it, it kind of started the model now to make people want to start labels and be independent. So you you take their stuff and you take it to the next level. So And I even had a conversation with Kev's wife, Chris. She even had a little something to say. Let's hear it from the woman's side. Artists like Jay-Z, Nas, Dipset, all this stuff back in the day. Lil John, Eastside Boys, Nelly. All the comparisons from all to early two thousands. I like them better. That's my that's my vibe. That's my that's my bounce. You know what I'm saying? Like they bounce different these days, which 
it's a cool bounce. I'm a bounce with you. You know what I'm saying? It's it, that's a bomb song, but you know, it, it's it's no comparison to the feeling of back in in my young. And that's that feeling comparison now. Is age the issue? I think age def- definitely plays a role in in me making the decision to to pick Jay Z, Nas, uh, uh, Nelly, uh, uh, all the artists you just named, and. And 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 I say that because you know, just what Kevin said when you or I don't know if it was you or Kevin, but when when you look at our our elders and the music that they choose to listen to, it's gonna be what they grew up on, what they were in their younger years listening to. Yes, granted, they do like songs from from today that they'd be like, oh Beyonce, because Beyonce wasn't around with Gerald Levert, and you know what I'm saying. So. So when you when you when you say when you try to put the two together, it's kind of hard. It's like everybody got different hits. Different music you want to listen to for different things. Now my favorite artist then is still my favorite artist now, and that's Mr. Bun B. This is what it is. Uh, but back then my favorite artist I. It's Master P, No Limit, Mystical. That's all I want to hear. Um, Favorite artists all around. I can't say right at high school, Wayne was becoming one of my favorites. Uh, Slim Thug was probably my favorite artist at that time out of everybody. A few artists I like today and labels. Um, I would say I listen to, I listen to Lil Baby, I listen to a lot of A Boogie, I listen to Tory Lanez, Dre, me, Kendrick. You know what? I did this interview. It's my first podcast. It, it was a tough one. I mean, I had to cut and chop everything up. And uh, at the end of the day, the question is, did I find the answer that I was looking for? Nope. I think if I would interview everybody on this planet, and we would all have a different opinion. Because guess what? Music is subjective. And that's the end of it. It's no older generation, now generation, younger generation against each other. It's just opinion. And I'm fine with that. And I hope y'all fine with that. So I want to thank all the guests that appeared on the show today. Your opinion was much needed. My best man, Rucker. Called in from the ATL. Also a newlywed. <laughs> Congratulations, my boy. My dog, Mr. Hot Fit. Trey House himself. Straight out of BMTZ. My boy Kev from the H Town, but here in LA with his wife Chris. I appreciate y'all both. And uh I hope everybody enjoy listening. My first show, first episode. Um, hopefully I can keep it going, you know what I'm talking about? Till next time. Peace.